Hey, Island boy, Island boy, I'm a looking up at the stars. Have you ever heard Chet Hanks? His patois? Hey, look at the stars. I'm Island boy, I rock a Island boy, I rock a Island boy, I Island boy, I rock a Island boy. Island boy, I rock a island boy. Your product, face with hard luck. Face, 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 face with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from Santa Monica Youth Center in Santa Monica, California. On my right, my co-host, my partner, the Savage Indian himself. American Indian Delegate Barbarian California Yeah The Eye Yeah Of The Motherfucking Tiger I must break you He is like iron Yeah that's it That's Whatever he hits He destroys and on sound, oh, blue eyes himself. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional. Engineer for the hard luck show. Schwartz, how much weed have you smoked up to about now? Mm. Today? Mm. Yeah. About a gram. About a gram since you woke up? Yeah. What do you do? Do you wake up and pack a bowl? No. Mm. Sometimes. Mm. Mm. It's not, no, it's not a, it's not a everyday 
everyday thing like that. Well, what did you do today? You don't smoke today weed every day? No, I do for sure before I go to bed, but I don't wake and bake every day. Because it is, it's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. What? Mm-hmm. Like getting stoned during the day or at night, it's its its own thing. But wake and bake, that for some reason, man, when you puff as soon as you get up, mm-hmm. Your ass is it's a much more down. intense high. Is that true? Oh, yeah. yeah Why? Yeah. What makes as long, you know what's so funny is, dude, <laughs> I used to smoke all day, every day for years. And it was like you never really got stoned. You just kind of had a fucking head change like you know just a little head change the whole day so your tolerance would go up you could smoke weed all the time you know if you're doing that your tolerance is going to stay up that'll change but never will the wake and bake change it's always like it just hits you different man yeah i, I mean i agree right yeah. steve have it's, you ever waked and make yeah yeah lots of lots of eh, yes i did and it does hit you harder and um yeah yeah, it's an interesting. I mean, I, it's it's funny. So, when that, you, you know, mix that now, what's the uh, verse? What? Uh, how many cups of coffee did you have today? Three, three cups of so coffee, far. and and, and that's got All you right, here, dude. bro. You got to get, get down to get up, man. You got to get down. Schwartz ain't so that much different up. than me, bro. I I'm doing energy drinks and huge amounts of nicotine. Schwartz is hitting weed, nicotine, and caffeine, just like me. He's not that much different, actually. just about the the level of intake at once that's I mean, the only difference but yeah mine's right. like a mine's a, a stretched out yeah what's your position on marijuana i mean usually um i like a water you know what my position on marijuana to be honest with you is anybody could do whatever they want i wish i could smoke marijuana mm. that's what my position is mm. Eat, like i look at bob this is what i think about mm. i look at bob marley and i'm like man that guy to me Looks like he's about the freest anyone's ever going to get in human form in terms of expression. And I feel like part of that has to do with mixing like the religion and weed together at a high level. And Consciousness I, with weed at a high level. Yeah, because they framed it all. You know, there's studies that show like when you go to different countries that the way people get fucked up, what happens to them like at least 75% of it is what they think is supposed to happen to them, that they're primed psychologically. I agree. All mm-hmm. right. So in that culture, somehow he got primed so that when he's as high as fuck and I see him come out on stage, that's my idol, bro. Yeah. I love Bob Marley because... Mm-hmm. He's a shit, that's why. Well, I, I don't he's know... He's a special individual. Well, what I, what I admire most about Bob Marley is his freedom in front of an audience. When I see him... Like, the way he danced, can he dance? No. But it doesn't matter to him. He's jumping up and down, and his hair's yeah, going dude. And he's like, just free. He doesn't care. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I aspire to. And so, but the, pro- but the problem is, is that when I get high, I trip out. Mm-hmm. I ain't cool, man. I get That's fucking... always, you were always like that with hey. me? Yeah, bro. Right. No, oh. some people are like I have an yeah, uncle who's exactly like that. I have an uncle smoke. who smoked weed at, like a, as a teenager and had a bad problem for like a month or two, and now he's he's down with weed, but he just he can't fuck with it. No, let, yeah, I don't fuck with it. Not right. even by like a choice. It's just like I don't have a good time at all. Right, and that's dude. Why? I to, yeah, I went to Amsterdam with King Salmon. Uh huh. And King Salmon was smoking. I, this dude, Salmon, smoked like shorts every day. Yeah, the but he. But this, you also got to remember, this guy's smoking fucking. Uh, you know, separating the stems. And right, the seeds right, 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 right. No, listen. We went to Amsterdam. Right. Which can I tell everybody in case? Well, people who watch this show, listen to this show, know the deal. But people went to Amsterdam. The mecca for weed is L.A. The mecca. Mm. Wait, 10 times better weed in LA always has been ever than Amsterdam. Mm. All right, listen, mm. aside, setting aside like city loyalty and stuff, mm. uh, let me get back mm. to the story, Schwartz. Yeah, come on. Amen. The issue is, I go, so King Salmon smoked t- for 10 years straight every day. Okay. Ruined every scholastic opportunity he ever had behind weed. Smoked every day. We're the guy who was a pot dealer. And so my cousin was a serious, heavy marijuana. Smoker had 
resin on his teeth. You were gonna teeth. tell me dealer. No, 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 no. no. He yeah. could. He, he had smoked, butter on his teeth. He smoked. Mo- he, he, his tartar could have got like a whole football. You could put it in the pipe. Yeah, football it. team <laughs> high. Absolutely. So this dude was like, so we went to Amsterdam, right? Mm-hmm. So my cousin and I go to this place called like Hill Street Blues Cafe, and we sit down. And I'm like, and we all watch Pulp Fiction, and we all know that whole fucking shtick, mm. right? So we're like, oh, we sit down. And then, but but it's weird because when you first go there, you're like, so what do you do? You just walk up and say, hey, I want some weed. <laughs> like, well, how does that work? And the lady hands us these fucking menus, and then there's all these pictures of weed right. on the menu, right? right? Right. And then there's like a shot glass full of big ass fucking papers. So my cousin's like looking at like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like a fucking, <laughs> oh, this fucking Northern Lights, bro. Let's fucking hit that. And I'm like, well, you're the weed dude, so you go up and do it. So he goes up, okay. he comes back with a shit-eating grin, fucking nug, right? And this is before Pot's Legal here. Right. It's a while back. We roll it up, and now I'm thinking like maybe in Amsterdam where it's legal, time. I'm going to have a good time. Right. I look across the way, and I see this weird Swedish family, and their kids are smoking weed together. And I'm like, hey, that's cool, man. Like, it looks like it's a family thing. Mm-hmm. Why not? I smoke it. Bro, <laughs> I was so high that I don't even know where I was, but I was playing pinball with Jamaicans, and, and, like, and I was scared because I didn't know who they were. <laughs> And they had like army shit, and they were like, "Oh my!" Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like sitting there trying to play pimba. I'm like, "Bro, I can't do this anymore." <laughs> like I started feeling my pulse in my neck, and I'm right. like, "Yeah, it'll uh, happen." Uh, no, like, but then I can't freak out in Amsterdam. There's nothing more uncool than freaking out in Amsterdam on an overhigh. Mm. <laughs> I go up these steps, bro. It feels like the steps are made out of gravy. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh. It "Felt like it took me a year to get to the top." At the top, I see King Salmon. Now he's Super Salmon. He's in his element. He got stronger. He's standing straighter. He was like, oh, yeah, Captain, let's go to the next one, sir. And he grabs me and we go walking. Now, Amsterdam is like a fucking maze in a water. Like, there's canals everywhere, right? Right, canals. Yeah. So I don't know where I feel like I'm walking in fucking Tetris. <laughs> I'm like sitting there trying to walk around where male, female hookers walking around. And I'm Wait, like, did you guys hit the red light? Hold district? on. Of course. <laughs> Come on, bro. My daughter's mm. listening to this. Of course not. <laughs> anyway, so we go ahead and we're walking around, and I'm like dizzy. We wind up at another place called the Grasshopper. Okay, get it? Weed, grass. All right. <laughs> we go in there, right? Now Salmon is feeling muscular. <laughs> he's got a kind of a marijuana muscularity. Yeah, he's powered up. Now he's charged he- up. Oh! He's the weed Popeye. He's yeah, charged up. That's his spinach. That's <laughs> right. exactly right. He's charged up. Doot, doot. So he goes up. And he's like, all right. And he orders some weed. And he, we sit down next to these weird Dieters from Sprocket Germans, mm. right? They're like black turtlenecks and the fucking weird sure, glasses. Sure, sure. So Max, it's King Salmon starts he puffing, is. right? Mm. Super Salmon's puffing. <laughs> he's like, <gasps> and he's looking mean at the Germans. Now he's mean mugging foreigners. We're not even from, I don't know what he's doing, right? And he's all, yo, what's up? What's up to the Germans? And the Germans are like, yeah, <laughs> what else is the weed? And then my cousin's all, dude, you want a fucking match? And I'm like, I'm like already paranoid and shaking. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like, dude, you want to fucking go? Let's go. And the Germans are like, yo, what? Was? Was is this? And he's like, look, dude, for every puff you take, I'll take a puff and let's see who's under the table. He weirded those Germans out, bro. They left. They're like, we're we getting out, can see. And they just left. And I turned to my cousin, and I'm like, what the hell happened, bro? Now you're a yeah. pot gangster? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of such a thing? Have Schwartz, have you ever weed matched a dude? <laughs> no, bro, but it sounds like a fucking, you know, like when those idiots have, like, dance contests going yeah. back. Mm. Like, like he's going to smoke, take a bunch of hits, and, like, fucking, you know, throw his hand in the air like that. <laughs> To the Germans, pretty funny. That was, dude. That was. And he was kind of bully. He was like a pop bully. What did he say about it? Did you ask him about it? Yeah. And he told me, like, I was crazy. He was just like, Oh, he doesn't remember it that way? No, 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 no. He just tells me, like, You know, Chili, you don't understand. You're a fucking nerd. Right? You're fucking pop weakling. I'm the fucking pop master, bro. I was raised in the fucking hardweed streets of Concord, (laughs) California, motherfucker. And I've been smoking with the best of them. I, is he smoking right now, or is he he's, so, he's sober right now? Stone cold sober now. I got a um a weed uh, bully 
gangster story. My my best friend, we smoked all day, every day. And uh, he used to take breaks. He'd take a break for a week, two weeks, month, whatever, just to kind of keep his tolerance at bay. And uh, I I go over, right? He's like, you know, at the end of a, I don't know, it was like a month or some shit that he didn't smoke. And anytime you take some days off or you take a little bit of time off, it can, you got to build back up and uh, go over to his house, man. I'll never get this shit, bro. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. Bro, if I take a month off from smoking weed, I I literally know that I have five times at least of being super uncomfortable before I can enjoy smoking weed again. (laughs) Straight up. That's the potency level these days. Dude, when I moved to New York from L.A., the first time I smoked weed out there, mm-hmm. I was out there for maybe a month and a half. Hadn't smoked any weed since I I, I left L.A. And I go to these these guys, a friend of uh, a family member, go to Queens, okay? Yeah. Buy we got, oh, we got some cent. weed. No, no, no. I walk in. There are all these, like, Orthodox Jews with, like, rosted out. It was fucking no. hilarious. It's literally like the guy, the, the, hey. two, the two Jewish guys that, that are neighbors with fucking Harold and Kumar. Like, that's, like, what this fucking place is. Anyways, like, oh, we got this Hasidic, fucking great. Like Jews? We got, yeah, yeah. With yarmulkes and yeah, all, yeah, like, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The seats, it's woven from hemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, all, so many of those guys puff, bro. Wow. So many, yeah, yeah. It's not, anyway. As long as it's kosher, huh? It is, yeah. Well, it is. It's not, yeah. Anyway, so I go over and they're like, oh, you know, I got this fucking amazing weed. I look at it and I'm less than impressed. Less than impressed. Anyways, talking about tolerance, man. I have some tolerance. Anyways, so needless to say, the weed looked like shit. Ended up smoking it and then fucking ending up on the balcony like, you know, super fucking high and really uncomfortable. There's one guy watching us us on fucking Instagram. Hey, uh... No, my so, wife's no. Oh. <laughs> my wife's making sure yeah, we're really yeah. here. Hey, baby. Hey, I got, you know, man, that's good, Schwartz. I, you know, <laughs> that is good, Schwartz. That's, that's great. Schwartz. That's great, Schwartz. That's awesome, More Schwartz. power to you, Schwartz. Fucking great, Schwartz. Thanks for Thank the story, Schwartz. Schwartz. That was a Thank great. you, Schwartz. You know what? We ended up in a good place. Bully, uh, weed, so whatever that was. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of dropped uh, dropped that story oh. off. It's all good. Oh, okay. yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, I wanted to kids. apologize to a buddy of mine, but it's all good. You, what? No, no, no. So you see, this is how you get hooked into another yeah, shit. No, 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 no. Enough with the no, shtick. Enough with it. Enough with the shtick. Right. No shtick. Right. You ahead. know what happened when we were stuttering in the front seat of fucking uh, Goodfellas, right? <laughs> All right. So, no. Uh, and I was talking to this guy. I was talking to a couple people about it. I, you know, we, we all are clear on, well, we're somewhat clear on my history, you know, and with alcohol and drugs and, I was smoking weed young, dude. Like I was, I was, I was smoking weed, um, and that was really what I sold it and smoked it. And was around that culture. Like, gotta remember, man. Like, I, I grew up with like mugs and like all these people. Like, oh, we were yeah. at the front lines of like, and and forget about it, Cypress and all that right. stuff. Right, deep seals, in this culture, dog, you know? weed. Deep in this culture in L.A. and and. and uh, and I and I smoked a lot it's through this process of getting clean and sober. Alcohol, that, the program that I'm a member of, um, they or we, I should say, view marijuana as a drug. It's a drug, and um, and so you know, if you're smoking weed, you're not sober in in the rooms or in this program. You're not considered sober. Right. I subscribe. I subs- turn on my mic, motherfucker. Mm. I subscribe to that. Right. I do believe that. So and so does Alcoholics Anonymous, or so does the program itself. Uh, I should just say the twelve steps fellowships, maybe. Yep. <laughs> um. And I, you know, lately as it's being recognized as um a real true medicine or acknowledged by whatever medical boards right mm-hmm. uh it's some of that started to change in maybe like uh I and mean, not maybe it started to change in like seattle 
and started moving from like the north kind of their views and how they're treating and what they're doing with cannabis in terms right. of recovery right? right that's why in san francisco and 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 there's now lots but like your biggest treatment centers, Health Heart 360, now in the sober living phases of this treatment, I heard that in treatment as well. Sure. In treatment. Now, there are people smoking marijuana. Wow. If you've been prescribed it by uh, a doctor, you have to be off the facility or whatever to actually do it, but you, they don't test for it. So they, then they're looking at, I guess, I guess it was maybe Seattle that positioned it and gave it the name um, Harm Reduction. Or they put that label on it, harm reduction. Because that's what all the literature says in San Francisco. It's all labeled as harm reduction. I, you know, I'm I'm fucking wrestling. I wrestle with it. I'm around a lot. I wrestle with it. I, I really, I believe that, you know, marijuana is not a gateway drug. Um, for for me, I don't believe that it triggers more. I don't believe that, and I think it is. It has helped me in in a lot of ways in the past, man. And I don't even go into explaining examples, but um, and when I and I talk with people, I'm like, hey, man, you know what? I don't know. I just I just feel like there's something there, and there's been a lot of conversations lately about California sobriety and uh, about people. You know, what's the what's the science on marijuana being addictive? I I don't know. I couldn't answer that question correctly for you. You know what? Know. I'm gonna say something about that. <clears throat> so and about this subject. First mm-hmm. of all, the science on addiction in general is kind of like out. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's weed, now they can point to morphine. Uh, an opium stuff and they can kind of trace like okay well your body physically gets dependent on it blah 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 but there's but the science of addiction doesn't extend itself necessarily to for instance sex for instance all the other addictive behaviors that exist out there and clearly there is some physical component because you're getting whatever they say is the oxytocin charge or the whatever that is so for me, when it comes to addiction, I don't rely entirely on science about it because science is only going to get you so far because part of the addiction isn't the physical aspect. For me, the addiction piece is really a spiritual or quote unquote mental one. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody, people are addicted to their jobs, right? Because they hate their family. So they're like, fuck it. If I go home and see that old ball and chain and that ugly kid of mine, I'm going to throw up. So I'm going to stay at work. No one can reach me, and I'm just going to stick with that. And that's all I'm doing. And don't expect me to do any more because I'm bringing home a pay. To me, that's an addictive behavior. Now, are you going to go through a whole science and figure out what the fuck all that is? No. But there's a spiritual emotional component, which is you're avoiding something or you're using something to deal with an issue that you don't want to deal with. Mm. So when you ask him about the science about marijuana, right, to me it's a limited value that question because it's like well there probably is um a level where you could science, go anywhere with it and too. a scientist could say like yeah as far as physical addiction it's not that strong it's not the same as opium mm. but that might not be the issue the issue is somebody wants to get high all the time is because they just want to fucking space out and not deal with their feelings mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying right and that's what i think drives real addiction i think mm. what i was trying to get at is like what was the science behind it is it physically addictive like, is it is is there something in marijuana that you, your body clings onto and you actually need it? It looks like to me, on what I'm reading on the phone right now, just looking up some stuff um, on the National Institute of Drug Abuse, that it is not physically addictive, but that there are some people, about 30% of people that have a disorder that they use it. I guess it's like a mental addiction. Right. Well, right. and that's kind of yeah. like what I'm right. getting at, which right. is like shopping. Mm-hmm. Right. Debt, gambling. Like yeah. where's the I mean, where's all the those gam- things. Right, yeah. right. Where where's yeah. the link on right. science? Sex. Gambling. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, so I I you know, man, there's a there's a, it's just something that, you know, has been has been coming up and I and as I just approach in life, like 
I'm looking at my position on it. Um, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just paying attention to it. I'm investigating it. Um, and yeah, man. I mean, I, I, people that outside of the camp are like, yeah, Steve's recovery and this and that and works in this field. And like, yeah, I do. And there's a lot I believe about it, you know? Um, there's a lot I believe in, like, the whole movement of cannabis. Um, but I wanted to bring it up today. And, no, it's and a good topic. I, I For me, discussion. for yeah. me, bro, I really am not... I got it, John. We're good. For I'm me, good. I'm not We're really... Good. We're good. I'm not concerned... <clears throat> I think it... It depends. If I look at my cousin and he's, let's say... Uh, doing a sobriety thing and let's say he's also smoking weed for whatever reason based on what I know about him I'm gonna say yeah, he's not sober. I mean a scientist could come along and say yeah But it's this and that and I'll be sure, like sure, yeah. but I'm gonna be like that that guy ain't sober But right? what was his thing drink? Right. Drink Alcohol? and weed. I mean whatever right, but it's not it's not <sighs> There's a lot when someone has to come into a room and say like I need help. Mm. I'm not in control of this. Right? When someone gets to that place, and think about what these rooms are. You know, they're stinky rooms full of weird strangers. Right? They don't cost any money. And you go in there, and you're supposed to raise your hand. You know, and there's all this weird literature in this little fucking thing, right? If you get to a place where you actually walk into a place like that, and then you go like, yeah, I need help, man. That's a real testament of your lack of control and power. You don't go into weird rooms. Like, I won't even buy certain insurance that I might need, right? I'm like, fuck that insurance. I don't need that insurance. But at some point in my life, I got to a place where like, I had to go into strangers and reach out my hand and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> help. Right? To me, that makes an impression. Right. So if somebody walks into something like that, and that, and, and everybody knows what I'm talking about, and everybody wants to avoid it, mm. I mean, there's none of us that are looking to do that. Right. We all want to avoid it, mm. right? So when I look at, say, like my cousin, right, and he's trying to do a certain thing, and then he's also doing this other thing on the side that I'm gonna say, you know what, that that's not sober, and right. I, I'm not, I, you know, that might not be the same for somebody else. Right. Now, does the I, word... I agree. I agree with that, too, man. You're not sober. Right, so if you're saying that he's not sober, but let's say that that's... Would you view him as living the same way if it was just, like, smoking weed and he wasn't doing anything else? Meaning, like, instead of... You'd be like, okay, you're not sober, but, like, sober, for me, when I hear that, I think of somebody actually not being on any drugs or anything like uh -huh. that, but also... The other part of it on how you live, oh, for um, in sure, in regards to that. So, meaning, so you would say to him, Okay, you're not sober, but if he's just smoking weed and, and living everything the same, do, do you know what I'm saying? Do no, you, no, no, no. Okay, so you're trying to say, What if he elevated his spiritual and mental connection and he was firing on all pistons, but he was smoking weed? Would you still say he's not sober? Yes, I would still say he's not. For sober. sure, no, no, no. Yeah. For sure, yeah. He so would what not be but sober. He wouldn't but say that meaning, his, his life is heading south. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it would. Would you view? <laughs> would you view it differently, or would you view him through a different? Just because he didn't have the label of being sober, but he was living right, if you will, like living like a sober person. Okay, but smoking weed. No, I'm telling you, no. Right. I'm telling you, no, because. <clears throat> Based on what I've experienced and know about King Salmon, okay. I would say that whatever that is is a front until it crumbles. I'm right. gonna let me let me let me just explain something to you. Mm. All right, because all of this philosophy shit, this candy ass philosophy shit's real good, mm -hmm. but in the real world, it mm. don't work like that. Mm. Right. Okay, one of the stories that's legion in these rooms mm -hmm. is the story about the guy who put it down. And said, I'm not touching it. Put in 30, 40 years at his job. Did a great job. Raised his family. Whatever it was. Retired. 
Got did everything at 25 and at 50 he said i'm i'm celebrating. i'm retired and now he said now i've accomplished everything and he picked up the drink from there guy was dead in a knockdown within a year and i believe that from what i've seen and listen i haven't been living in no fucking candy land over there jacking off the kardashians boyfriends i've been sitting there meeting with weird fucks and I've seen time and time and time and time again, bro. In fact, Stephen Fry came out with a book called A Million Little Pieces. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> he was on the Oprah Winfrey fucking book club, and she came out, and she was like, this is a real story. And the whole story was about a guy who got himself sober. Mm. Okay? And everybody at the production company where I was working knew I was sober, right? And they knew how I got sober, and they couldn't... Wait to be like, well, this guy did it without any help. Look at this. Nah, and I had to sit there and be like, I... right? So I was like, fuck it. Maybe some guys don't. Right? right? But I do. Right. I ain't going to fucking blah, blah, blah. Right. Guess what? Turns out that guy was in the room. He was full of shit and he was in the rooms. And he oh, lied wow. about the fucking whole thing. Liar. And I'll tell you something else. I've also seen people who seemed like they had the answer and they were walking tall and talking loud bro and running game Mm. they knew what was wrong with everybody else and they right Mm -hmm. ran themselves right into a wall right into a wall wreck all of a sudden they couldn't talk right all of a sudden (laughs) 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 right (laughs) i've seen a ton of and also by the way i've seen some of the biggest losers that you could judge Mm. still stay sober Right, and they're not doing anything right. And stupid right. motherfuckers. And too. stupid motherfuckers stay sober. Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. that there's necessarily a formula because you also get that. Mm-hmm. Some people would be like, "Well, you got to do this, this, and this." That might be true for some, might not be true for others. Right, it's an individual thing. Listen, Big Steve saved my life. For real, I mean, this, this, this Tigra wouldn't be here right now if Big Steve hadn't been there when I called him up a year into my sobriety, and said, "Bro, if this is what it is, I had done the steps, all of them." Best of my ability. And I called him up and he answered the phone. And I said, bro, if this is what it is, this fucking sucks. Because you know what? Life's a big ball of fuck up. And I hate all of this. And so I might as well just be drunk. And he said something that breathes new life. I wouldn't have gone to law school. I wouldn't have made it this far. I wouldn't have roped uh, old blue eyes into working on the show. The whole thing wouldn't have happened if. He didn't say to me, well, bro, maybe you got to do the steps over. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that's where you found the the way to go with it. Uh, no, I took a suggestion. I didn't find shit, motherfucker. I took a suggestion from somebody else, and I just had enough understanding to know that maybe I didn't do it as thoroughly at the first time as not. Chances right. are I probably didn't. Am I going to quit, or am I going to take the suggestion? And I took the suggestion. Now that wasn't, it wasn't smooth sailing after that. Mm, My right. dad died of fucking, all this bullshit. Had a black girlfriend kick me Sponsor out of her. relapse. And kick me out of the fucking, her thing. I had trash bags with my belongings, driving into Malibu fucking Pepperdine. Oh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> Don't laugh, you fuck. <laughs> but no, the truth is, is that it wasn't, but that was enough to get me to the next step, whatever right. that was. To the next, to the next, to the next. There's not one as far as I can tell, it seems to me there's not one thing that's going to solve all the problems. Right. And there's no smooth sailing. Right. Hate to tell you that. Mm. There's no smooth sailing. Mm. Right. There's none. Mm. Mm. There's no finish line. There's no smooth sailing. And if you're looking for that, you're not going to win. You're going to lose. Listen to this right now. If you're sitting there thinking like, oh, if I can just get all this work done, it's going to be smooth sailing. You're going to lose. That's a loser's mentality. Yeah. That's how you lose, you motherfucker. Go. The truth of the matter is you have to accept 
that there's always gonna more is gonna be required. Always. Yeah. It's a mountain. You're never gonna get it all. You gotta get okay with taking a nice chunk out of it. Yeah. And getting back yeah. at it the next day. Yeah. Oh. And Steve and I were talking about earlier this morning, like what's it all about? And now I'm like reading these samurai texts and I'm like, fuck, you know, these guys, it's about intention. You can organize speak, your day up as, as much as you can, right? But you're one person, and you're and thinking. There's a limit. There's time is a factor. Right. You can't do shit. Motherfuckers walking around talking about scaling up all this mm-hmm. shit and thinking they're gonna get rich overnight. It's like crazy. It's like I was telling you. My wife sometimes is like, "Oh, the influencers. They don't do anything and they're making money." What? It's all about him. It's all about intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Not just this, bro. It's all about intentions. Right. It, it is. That's what moves the needle. If you get more and more clear on the intention and focused, you will be able to prioritize in such a way and change the energy around you in such a way that more will get done. But it's based on intention, not better planning. Because I'll tell you something. The fucking Navy SEALs, I saw this on Eric Thomas's podcast and I'd known it before. Navy SEALs plan every fucking mission down I'm, to the fucking... good. Go down to the fucking... Uh, nipple of a tick right right they plan it all out and that's the plan right but they also know that shit's gonna (laughs) pop off that they don't know about and they're gonna have to adapt okay and that's true with the bin laden raid Mm. because think about it they planned everything they had i read about this they had practice runs and practice runs on compounds that were exactly like that house and the fucking fences and all this other shit and what happened Fucking chopper fucking went chopper, down yeah. right off the bat, and you know what? They could still committed the mission. It's amazing that they, if you think Wait, about what, that, what, like what the what chopper crash? Yeah, they yeah. had two Blackhawks go in. What happened was, despite all the methodical planning that they put in place, right? Mm-hmm. They were using the choppers in a compound in practice that had chain link fence, so there was no back wind up towards the rotors of the helicopter. Now, you got everybody, Colin Powell, Obama, all the top motherfuckers, everybody, Pentagon fucking high priests, all these motherfuckers looking at every little piece and everything. But that's one of the little things that just kind of slid by, right? No one really thought about, wait a second, when we go into the actual compound in Pakistan where fucking uh, Bin Laden is, they they don't have a chain link fence. It's a closed uh, cement wall, right? So when the helicopter's rotors are pushing the air down, it's not going to just go right through the, the fence. Right. It's going to kick back, back up. And that caused Fuck. one of the choppers to crash. And because they had planned methodically and done everything, they were able to execute the Even mission. Even with that. Yeah. Even with that. Amazing. And that's how they planned. Did anybody die? Did anybody? No. Yeah, Bin Laden. Yeah. I know that. And no, his no, no. guards and stuff, but none, right. of, the, no, no, none no. of the soldiers died. Okay. So, Even the dog wow, made it back dude. on the plane. Wow. What a right. fucking wow. Right. So my, my point being is is that <clears throat> there is, it's in about the intention. Sure. Wait, hold on a second. Stop. Imagine being one of the guys that survived a fucking helicopter crash and captured Bin Laden. Hey, I've Go. actually got the book on that guy and I'm reading it right now because I would like to run you guys through what these motherfuckers go through. Uh, we will jump back that. on that. Okay. So that's why I'm saying it's intention. That's how okay. they intend. Their intention is on the mission. Sure. You know, and I mean, old blue eyes. Uh, he's gonna kill me, I think. But yeah, fuck it. Okay. we don't get enough. Of it. <laughs> but you know, old blue eyes. We do mm. this leadership thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, you know, and being intentional on the amount of commitment that you're really, you know, and really giving. And we were talking about work. And this is not now, but this was in some prior times. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He's fucking his beard. He's drinking water. Schwartz is sucking the water. I don't know what he's doing. But old Blue Eyes told us he finally confessed the truth, which I'd always known. I worked with him at Woodworks. I saw how, I saw how he did things. He was like, you know what, man? I hated work. I didn't ever want to do any motherfucking work. To be honest with you. To be honest with you, I never, ever, really ever wanted to do work, right? Sean? Yeah, until I got to Native. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. shh. We're not talking about now. You're all better now. Tell us about... Yeah, girl, I mean, everything now. before that. Yeah, to like, explain that. I mean, it was just... I, d- I tried to do the bare minimum to, <laughs> to get by, right? 
We're on everything. How can I streamline on this every- job so I can do nothing? <laughs> Wait a minute. There's Dude. something wrong with thinking like that? <laughs> Listen, we're only laughing because we, we, we've been there yeah, many times. I live like our- that. No, right. I, right. I currently live like that. Right. Yeah. You're, you're thinking about efficiency oh, for God. the sake of having more free time. Absolutely. Right. right. Because How quickly can you get through this fucking exactly. right? Well, I, I would front load my day and do everything I had to do and then I'll fuck off the rest of the <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. I get Is it. Is there any medicine corporate America? That's subscribing to the, the idea that you can get it all done. And yeah. Keep your feet up, right? Dude, right. is that yeah. not, I mean, is there anything better than paid free time? No. Is there anything better Nothing. than paid free time? If you're on the cloud, you know you're getting <clears throat> paid for some shit, you're probably going to do some, some. <laughs> Schwartz just fell over. I think it's too high. Go ahead. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, no. Let me <laughs> fix that. Let me fix that. <laughs> Sean, get to work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking epic timing right there. Yeah, so Schwartz, yeah. Uh, so that's the answer. So if I see my cousin smoking weed and he's trying to be sober, in that scenario, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're not really doing it. It's a front and it's going to crumble. Based on what I know about you, homie, it ain't going to last. So, do you, and you, based on what you know about him or you believe that about No, him, everybody? he's saying him. about him. Right, okay. That's, he's saying yeah. specific right. to him. I might, I might actually meet somebody that, I don't know. It depends. I'm going to have to look at it. But I might meet sure. somebody who's got their life where they really want it. Mm-hmm. And they're smoking weed. And I might. I don't know if I would call them sober. Like, I really do. Well, why? That has nothing to do with sobriety. Right. Right. That, you, right. I don't know what that. Yeah, you're I right. I think he was meaning more like, when you say they're not sober, does that necessarily mean they're on a trajectory down? Does that mean a bad uh, thing? Like, can you be sober? Like, uh, but yeah. I don't know if it means they're on a trajectory down, and I don't know how you want to measure that. Like, for instance, let me put it this way: uh, Hunter S. Thompson, not sober, but he was a well, a renowned author, right? Right. Now, if I was to really look at his life, the real him, not the character that he portrayed, uh-huh. and see maybe he could have done something more or different by with, not being on drugs, mm-hmm. perhaps. Okay. Or is there a value to having somebody like that in our society that has that perspective? Maybe. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna necessarily come down on all of that. Sure. But if someone's coming to me for guidance, right? Then I am definitely going to right. be realistic with them about their ass for sure. There ain't no doubt about it. Right. And that that makes me very unpopular. What makes you popular with us? Listen, yeah. you guys. Uh... Uh, great information exchange. I want to give a shout out to uh, actually oh, my partner's by the, here. By the way, I want to give a shout out to my partner. I want to give a shout out to Chumont. Thank you. Great job in general, man. You just really just. I mean, I don't know if my listeners out there pay attention to uh, the titles of our shows and uh, if you knew what was going on with the work that he's putting in on our website and bios and like all oh, creative stuff and www.hardluckshow.com check it out um and uh just a great fucking creative uh Man, you're the best, Chumahan. Thank you. Thank bro. you, bro. You Thank do you. so much stuff, man. Yeah, you guys man. do not know. You're Sean, amazing, bro. Sean? Yes, my sir. Guy, bro. Excellent, bro. Yeah, just man, I sleep good at night knowing that our all of our sound and our and, you know the engineering that goes along with it is well taken care of. Thank you. Published correctly yeah. on time. It's on point. Thank you, Schwartz. You are doing a great job. You have jumped on and yeah. jumped in, and yep. I just appreciate you. You are helping. You're helping me, and you're helping Chuman and Sean That's by right. taking that up, bro. And we can continue to build. So That's thank right, you, bro. I have a great yeah. team here. Shout out to Supermax www.supermaxhardware.com. <laughs> Check us out uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You can catch the Hard Luck Show. And uh, support your local dispensary for cookies and uh, roll up with Vibes Papers. Shout out to Soul Assassins, City of Santa Monica, and uh, Enzo's Pizzeria. Estevan Oreo. Uh, Estevan Oreo. Tunes? Oh, Manny B. Manny B, I'm sending some love out to you and the homies from Santa Monica. Woo, woo. All right. I want to give a shout out to my wife, Sarah. I want to give a shout out to Richard Garcia. I want to give a shout out to Jay1987, my sister Beth, Nick McDonald, Melissa Garcia, Schwartz. Who the fuck is that? I want to give a shout out to (laughs) my uh, Calco5522, Pulpo! Pulpo! 
Bulbo. I want to give a shout out to Dom DeLuise. Who, Why? Because, you know what? He's the inspiration for Pulpo Beard Oil. If you don't know anything about Dom DeLuise, go in there and look it up. He's a chef and author of Funny Man. He's passed away now, but God bless. I was talking to our Italian friend, and I was like, you know, I got real weirded out about Dom DeLuise because, like, why was he famous? And how did he get into the movies? Dom DeLuise. We got to do a full deep Let's dive. Let's do it. You've been, oh, you, you man, been talking be awesome. about Dom DeLuise. Have though. I? You, you've said it before. Oh, I, I think dude. it's great. Young Rocka. It's Americana, bro. Miggy. Hey, was he the guy in Cannibal? Yeah, he yeah. was. It was whip. that guy with his friggin' polo hat and his beard. And he was just like a fat Italian. Yeah. That's all he was. Right. And if somebody no, is he was listening, are we still members, live Members right now? only No, jacket. he's dead. Oh, are we live? No, uh, no oh. we're not live. Uh, clicker, Lumpia Larry. Lumpia Larry? Lumpia Larry. Dude. Hey, Lumpia Larry. If you're listening, like, that, that, bring us what does Lumpia mean? It sounds like you have a limp. Lumpia is Lumpia. It's like an egg roll. It's like a, flu- a Filipino lumpia. egg roll. Oh, shit. That's what a Lumpia is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that like the food company? Lumpia? Yeah, Lumpia. Oh, uh, the Lumpia trucks. Amazing. Oh, yeah, that's a food. Like, in, I think oh. it's in Sacramento they have. I've heard about Lumpia. Look at how serious Sean got. Yes, Lumpia. Dude, I love Lumpia. Shout out to Lumpia. That's some serious shit right there. That's good. They have, don't Balut fuck around. Lumpias? No, I've heard, uh, heard about these Lumpia trucks that are like all over Sacramento. I don't know where else they are. I mean, San Francisco. They, and- I've seen a Lumpia place here. In <laughs> LA. Wow. Oh, Dude, you said that with conviction. Come on. Hey, I, it's funny because because like the whole time we're talking about sobriety, all the shit, and Sean's like, mm, I think there's a fly. <laughs> right, right. The fucking Lumpia in LA. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh. A fu- he goes like this. He goes, "What you go? What's a lumpia?" And he's like, yeah. "It's a fucking <laughs> Filipino egg roll." Right? Like dude. his hand went out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he was like, yeah, "What yeah. the he's fuck?" He's been waiting. Like, wait, does this he whole have time to have something did, to jump in do on? Do you it? have is a lumpia in my joint? It's in my. It's in my family. It is. Yeah. Lumpia. Oh, shit. Yeah. My uncle was married to a Filipino lady. I love that. I, lady. My wife's Filipino. Her dad's full-blooded, whatever. You so know, you're so Lumpia, like, dude. If you had, that's oh what, I got Lumpia's. Hey, I'm talking bad like about his people. Hey, Sean, my no, kids have Lumpia. <laughs> have you ever eaten balut? No, I don't no. fuck with that. Hey, my kids have, have Lumpia. Balut? Lumpia? We're gonna eat spam, oh, bro. No, no come no. on, man. Bro, I used to know. Hey, my kid's middle name is Lumpia Spam. That's. That's hey, a, yeah. Hey, man, you're like my kids have lumpia. <laughs> yeah, my kid is half lumpia. <laughs> isn't it true? Isn't that what your wife calls your penis lumpia? lumpia. Sure. She's yeah. like, give me that lumpia, papi. Give me that lumpia. la lumpia. Give me that lumpia yoga. Prestame la lumpia. That's right. <laughs> I want to bump the lumpia. <laughs> Prestame la lumpia. She does. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sean at movemental.media. Yes. For all your audio. Yes. Any audio. Audio. Audio needs. www.lumpia.net. Dot net. <laughs> For all your lumpia needs. <laughs> if you want to make some uh, ASMR with um, lumpia. lumpia. Or lumpia egg roll. Hit me up. Okay. We'll, we'll record it. We'll make, do that and make I some egg rolls. Take it, bro. Those are the egg rolls. Lumpia. You have, those are the egg rolls, man. Dude, he got so serious. I'm gonna go get some after this. Seriously, <laughs> like, all this Lumpia talk is driving me. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, looked yeah, at yeah. you I like, want, no, I'm down. It, it, it's a full fusion, right? <laughs> They're good, bro. Lumpia is fan fucking tastic. Uh, I've had Lumpia. Oh, I you work, know all about it. I'm laughing because he's right. It's like it's like. It's like an egg roll, supercharged egg roll, because mostly meat, seasoned good ass fuck. It's like a taquito. It's like a oh, mix wow. between an egg roll and a taquito. Nice. Right, uh, a flauta. Flauta. Yeah, and in the, in the Filipinos, they have like a kind of a Spanish aspect to their Asian flair, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. But it's just funny because it's so good, and then like I've never seen Sean react. Oh, it was like man. someone hit him in the back with a cattle prod. He just oh, that's a fucking Filipino egg roll. Yeah. Like he was serious. So was, who's damn. this guy? Who's this guy? Larry huh? Lumpia. I don't Lumpia know. Larry. Lumpia we, Larry. We, we shouted this crazy fool out so much uh, now. We gotta have uh, him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of shout outs, I want to shout out to my mom. Uh, took her to the kidney transplant doc. Uh, 
this week, and she's uh, pretty close. <laughs> well, why are you bringing down the show, her. man? Yeah, hey, man. Did. No, I want to give her props. I want to. She's, she's pretty close to getting that transplant. I'm fucking. Want to get yeah, a shout out right. to kidneys? Hey, man. Hey, shout out. Hey, you know that's right. Shout good out to my mom. Good luck, stuff. Too, shout man. out to his mom. Yeah, hey, and shout out. Mom's coming on the show. Right. Hey, when is she coming on the show, man? She gets soon. Hey, I got a nice cooler for the kidneys if we need to drive it around town. Right. Uh, for sure. Thank you. She's with it. All right. All right. Also, shout out to the wife and uh, Sydney. Megan. Santa oh, yes, dude. You better dude. give the right man. Hey. You guys, man, better hey. give hey. the hey. wife hey. shout out. Megan yeah, is, dude. So, uh, yeah, my wife, Megan, she's the best. <laughs> shout out to that, Megan. Listen, when we're out there talking amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. he tells me that his wife is like super politically correct. Oh, yeah? Sue, and yeah, she gives she him shit all the time. She listens to the <laughs> show. And she hears him say things like, you know, like that are improper. Like, 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 okay. Like one time he was like, oh, that's gay. Oh. And then she was like, what? Yeah. What did you say? Well, how'd that go? Yeah. It's uh, it's not a good thing, man. Uh, so. My, my wife is not down with anything. Uh, using those type of terms that right, aren't politically right, right, correct. Wait, but so what happened? She, you said you used the word gay. Yeah, and I used, then I used the word gay, and she freaked out. Like, what? What just came out of your mouth? I'm like, you know, listen. For our age group, saying something's gay or retarded. Okay, yeah. both of those words yeah. are terrible words. They're descriptive. They're hurtful to people. It's fucked up, and I agree. But how but. how we're saying it is not. Hmm. Talking about hmm. anybody with those issues, <laughs> it's saying it to describe something that's fucked up. And anytime I have had that argument with her, well, then just say it's fucked up. Say it's you know, use those yeah. words. Use, use those, those words. words, Schwartz. Why yeah. do you have to use it? And then no, Schwartz but, tells her, and then Schwartz has, gets into these crazy arguments with his wife about it, and he's like. I'm in my home. <laughs> I know who I am. Uh, uh, and I'm like, dude, that's there? come out of my oh, mouth more than one, one time, bro. Out. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's what marriage will do to a guy. <laughs> yeah. It'll force you to say where you're at yeah. and who you are <laughs> right. and that you know who you are. Right. <laughs> I know who like, I am. Like you're in a bad Twilight Zone thing, right? <laughs> I know who I am. I know where I'm in my I home. Know. I know myself. <laughs> You can never take that from me. Right. You know, All right. Hey, you got those all awesome things in I your read, home. What was that? Shout outs. Let's go. Okay. Shout out to Schwartz used the word rice rocket and got yelled at by his wife. <laughs> yes. Uh, other way around, but we'll, we'll tell that story maybe another time. Rice. Is that wrong? Rice rocket? I don't know. I don't know. We, we should talk about that because, no, you know, like people who had those cars. <laughs> Do you refer to that? That's great, man. That. That's great. That's great. Like we do right. about this Tokyo time. Drift. Like we do about this time. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Probably already taken LSD. Lucky. I'm like, shit, I might, it's like Twilight Zone. I might go in and might not come out. So, you know. <laughs> not at all. Hey, I'm like a magician. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.